Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, currently featuring Steven Universe, Miraculous Ladybug, New Powerpuff Girls, Star vs. the Force of Evil, and Ruby. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stovall. Hey, y'all. Today, Delaney and I will be discussing Episode 1 of Volume 4 of Ruby, The Next Step. Uh, we are back with our weekly Ruby episode reviews. We'll be here every week discussing each episode of Volume 4 of Ruby. You can check us out at OverlyAnimated.com, or you can search for the Overly Animated Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or whatever your podcatcher is. Um, you can find our Ruby-specific iTunes feed on our website. We've we uh, reviewed every episode of Volume 3 of Ruby. You can check out those reviews, and you can check out our Volume 4 preview, which we recorded last week. And um, I think we got a lot of things right. So we'll discuss uh, for once. We'll discuss the the correct predictions. Um, but yeah, we're we're here. I'll, we'll be here with you all season long for the Ruby reviews. If you're listening on YouTube, subscribe to us there. Subscribe to us on iTunes and stay with us for what looks to be an interesting season of Ruby. So uh, spoilers, of course, for this episode, The Next Step, which aired publicly today, Sunday, and yesterday privately on Rooster Teeth's website. Um, And yeah, so Delaney, reactions to this premiere for Volume 4? It had a lot. There was just a lot going on. Uh, It flipped around a bit. I don't want to say, like, it was okay. I don't think it was, like, amazing or anything. Um, Also, there was too much Sean, which is always Delaney's issue. (laughs) Um... I don't know, this episode's like weird. I mean, I think it's a, we're, I mean, we're setting the stage for everything that's going to happen, and it seems like it's just a lot and kind of like mildly conflicting things, so we'll see. It was just okay. Um, so, there were a few things that I thought were a bit surprising that obviously we'll talk about, and then some things that weren't really that surprising, so yeah, yeah. it was okay. It was okay, yeah. No, I would describe this as a very competent uh, premiere, although um, very unexciting. Yeah, it's not impressive. It's just like, it's like, okay, I, yeah, okay. I, I think other than the animation, it's certainly not impressive compared no. to the rest of Ruby. That no, it being, is gorgeous. It yeah. definitely looks great. That being said, I, I do think that there's um, nothing specifically wrong with this episode. No. So really. that's like a good thing already, because usually yeah. we come in here with specific like, things mm-hmm. to complain about. I mean, there's one very, ge- you already said it, there's one very general thing which we'll talk about, which is the John prominence. And, if, uh, you know, this is this is something we talked about last week on our preview and like, uh, is this going to be a problem all season? But it's not. But if if like he fades a little bit, then it's not him being prominent in this specific episode is not an episode specific right. problem, I would say. Um so yeah, I would. I think that there's some interesting elements here. I think there's a lot that was expected uh, from this premiere, and then there's uh, two things specifically. The first two scenes of the premiere, which were surprising, so there's going to be a lot to speculate on there. But um, in general, it's very competent and very, um, you know, the it was solid. I guess I, I, I think this is probably a good sign. <laughs> for the season but i'm not i'm not sure it's gonna depend a lot on where we go uh that being said yeah a lot to talk about with the new villains and this random farm boy so those are the oh two. my god i was just like what why who are you these, why? Are, my, these are my two top topic topics to discuss we'll go in order from the episode and then we'll get into all everything with team ranger uh obviously ren and ruby are correct on this as as we discussed last week team, it's, team right, ranger. Right. it's ranger obviously and then the battle scene and uh weiss showing up randomly at the end for no reason and we'll talk about the new intro too so let's get into all of this okay so um let's you know actually let's lead with the this 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 farm boy okay this is like not the most important thing but it's like the most interesting thing to speculate on so let's talk about this so first we have the new villain scene and then we like transition to this uh this presumably young boy maybe teen young teen boy who's yeah. uh just doing random farm tasks and he has uh these uh weird green eyes and he has freckles and it the transition makes it seem like he's waking up from a nightmare about the new villains but that could just be the transition right right yeah right so what was your impression of the scene you're just like what's happening i was just like who are you and i was like oh my god it's a boy no like <laughs> Like, I was like, please stop introducing male characters. But I would, the whole time I was just like, what's going to happen? Like, what is it? Like, I didn't, it was just baffling. And this, like, I'm presumably we're going to see him again. I don't know. If not, I'm just like, this is stupid. 
Okay, obviously we're, it's not going to be yeah. random. Okay, yeah, l- let me give you the leading theories. I have been poring over the <laughs> the forum posts on uh, on the Ruby premiere. I'm very prepared for this uh, with the leading theories here. So, um, courtesy of of CEO, here's I'll, I guess I'll say this once with CEO. CEO is the comics and cartoons board of Fortune. That's the only time I'll, I'll say what it is. But you should not go there. But um, yeah, that's, no, that's no. where I get my Ruby speculation from. It's 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 decent. So let's talk. Okay, so here's the leading theory. This is the Spring Maiden. Okay, that's fine. Okay, so re- why is this a spring maiden? Well, uh, in the villain scene, um, uh, Tyrion is tasked with hunting for the spring maiden before his task is uh, is subverted. So um, it would kind of make sense that uh, this 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 would be the person that they're talking about. Like, if they show us the spring maiden, that makes sense. Like to do that, and if we're gonna keep going back and forth, right. like, what's the spring maiden doing? Right, so that that kind of makes sense, and is the weird eyes, it's kind of spring-colored yeah. eyes. The the obviously the big problem is um, this character is being presented to us as male. Yeah. So what's going on there? Um, potentially, maybe the maidens can reincarnate into any gender. Maybe this is maybe they're doing a pidge. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, from Voltron. Spoilers. Uh, or maybe they're just playing with our expectations, and this is in fact a girl. Uh, yeah, I, I doubt that they would do that, but <laughs> this, I'm not. I don't think. Or you know, maybe they're playing with our expectations, and uh, we're they're subverting the gender binary, but not the show. So you yeah, know, but we'll uh, that's the. I feel like that's the most likely theory. There's a few other options. Um, here's one that interested me. Uh, this is Ozpin reincarnated. Hmm. So Ozpin is they the villains say that Ozpin is dead. Um, the end of last season presented us as Ozpin is missing, not dead. Uh, but if Ozpin is indeed the old man from the Maiden Tale, maybe he's uh, some sort of um, Dalai Lama type figure. Uh, this would make a lot of sense that the show would do reincarnation because it's extremely heavily Avatar influenced. So them doing this type of um, reincarnated figure, and if Ozpin is the next version of the old man in the Maiden Tale, then I think that would make a lot of sense. That being said, Oz, this 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 is only half a year after. Afterwards, and this boy is clearly older than right. half a year, so um, I'm not sure how that would work. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think the Spring Maiden makes like the most sense. Could be. It could be both. It could be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this doesn't necessarily intersect. I do think him being some form of Ozpin is interesting. It doesn't need to be a specific reincarnation like we think of. Right. It. Maybe he jumped into this kid, or maybe this is a new form of Ozpin. You know. Yeah, right. That would be interesting. I mean, they talk like the scene transitions from the new villain intro. So I think that it also makes sense that uh, they talk about Ozpin in that scene. So this could also be what that is. Um, And then a lot of people also saying this is Ruby's new love interest, which is like, no, 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 no. But yeah, I think I think all these things are there's some other things. Mostly I'm seeing I'm seeing Spring Maiden. Uh, Clearly, he's somebody. Yeah. Why? Why have this as the second scene in the premiere? I will say the scene was like really weird, and it like it's like, why are we watching you do farm tasks? Yeah, I think this is probably not great storytelling. I mean, they're obviously thinking on more of a long term scale with the season, right. so we'll see what happens. Uh, at least in terms of the, <laughs> at least in an on an episode specific level, it didn't really work. Um, it also wasn't. I mean, it wasn't that bad. Like, this is also kind of them showing off the new animation a little bit, right. which is good. But it so. was also just like, it's just like, oh my god, what is going on? So we'll see what happens with this. Let us know your thoughts on which theory, if you have other theories. I've seen some other random stuff, but mostly in that realm. Okay, so we got this out of the way. So let's talk about the new villain conference, uh, <laughs> much like uh, Remembrances of uh, Season 4 of Korra. The, uh, th- they're on a conference call, all these new villains. So, Oh, my God. I, I did not expect them to do this, I guess, to, to them to introduce three new villains and then to have everyone there at once. Um, so they are... So we open up um, in the location that we presumably the location that we saw Salem, who is the uh, new head uh, villain uh, in at the end of volume three. And we see like Grimm, like coming out of the slime, presumably like outside, presumably being born like early life. Type yeah. thing. So this is apparently a place where Grimm just like spawn outside of uh in like puddles and stuff like that and then presumably this is also the location where they're holding this uh meeting um and so we have salem giving orders and kind of being nice i would say yeah say so, what are your what are your impressions of salem from this episode she's pretty nice yeah salem's she seems all right i mean she protected cinder which i appreciated because those like all the men are annoying so you, on, you are on cinder's side in this in this yes yeah. i mean it's just like oh, that was my fa- i'm glad that salem called 
like what's his face out because it's like how did i mean literally last season like the world ended like that's like cinder one like i don't understand why like yeah it, does, so it, yeah it doesn't make a lot of sense the direction they went in it definitely seemed like uh i mean i guess she uh got like bested somehow but i, mean, I guess it was like in i guess i feel like it was just a lot in reference to like her not being able to talk and yeah. like this and this but it was like uh she did more than you do did i don't even know who you are <laughs> like yeah we don't even know who you are so let's talk cinder cinder uh zuko cinder for yep. sure um but also mute question mark cinder yeah um talks through emerald um uh still has the fall maiden's powers uh killed ospin they say holds uh salem says she holds the key to their victory um she says maidens have a kryptonite wicked weakness to the silver eye people um so like she was specifically subverted by ruby because she became the maiden is how it's presented in the episode and then she's ordered to remain here with salem instead of going out um impressions of this new cinder that we see i mean i mean I'm like, I don't like it because it's like we just took, it's like basically what we're doing to Yang. Like we took this like really like, I mean, what's interesting about Cinder was like her character and her attitude and like we took this really interesting character and then it's like we hurt her and now she can't do anything and like that's really irritating. And especially in context of having like all these new male villains, it's like really we're going to do this right now? Yeah. But like I can see it being, like, since we have Salem, and, like, Salem's, like, being nice to Cinder, and, like, we'll just have to see where it goes. I mean, initially, it's really irritating. Like, it may, like, people are gonna be like, oh, yeah, it makes sense, blah, 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 and it's it's bad. (laughs) So, we'll have to see where they go with it, but, like, having Cinder and Yang and, like, doing this is, like, eh. Yeah, I think it's bad juxtaposed with Yang. I I, I thought it was kind of interesting seeing Cinder in this new light. Zuko Cinder's an interesting direction to take that character. It's just just really, like, it's just so annoying when we take characters and, like, we feel like we have to, especially specifically female characters, we feel the need to break them to do things. And it's just like, okay, great. The show does seem the need to do that, which is in line with (laughs) the philosophies of the people making it. Um, But, uh, I mean, I don't don't necessarily uh, think that we're doing the Yang-type thing with Cinder. We'll see where they take it. Um... I mean, she's certainly hurt and stuff. Right. We'll just have to see, we'll have to see what happens. But like, I mean, initially, it's like not not a fan of it. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was. I think um, trying to view it in isolation in this episode, I thought it was fine, and I'm intrigued by uh, what we might do with this character. Although, certainly, if we play it out like Yang type thing, then I would not be a fan. But we'll see. Uh, yeah. But Cinder still still does have the maiden powers, so presumably still very powerful. Um, first of our three new villains, we have Dr. Watts, um, the mustache guy. He is mean to Cinder. Yep. He's, he uh, is in and is um, ordered by Salem to take Cinder's place and meet with the informant in Mistral. Mm. What did you mm. think of Dr. Watts? Big jerk? Yeah, no, he's a punk. Also, his mustache is stupid. Oh, He man. looks stupid. <laughs> I, I think uh, this, this is supposed to be the... Um, uh, audience type favorite type character he's supposed to be like the glorious like b like the other b word you know like uh, yeah i think he's um he's like the, a crow like a villain well that's well, the thing we have like these i mean that's also another thing what's kind of like not interesting about this scene a little bit is like we have all these super typical archetypal villains sitting at this table <laughs> yeah no i don't think like, any of the three the three were super successful right away they're definitely archetypal like he's the glorious b uh, and then there's Tyrion's the crazy one and then hazel's like the quiet uh hulking like guy yeah like, you know it's it's not super and none of the characterizations are super interesting no all everything dr watts says is pretty typical yeah um I, I think his uh i think his voice is good yeah um and uh i don't know i mean he's it's like like we need someone to take the place of our previous uh glorious b villain so you know maybe yep. he's our new <laughs> i guess so he's our new jerk so uh th- that's uh dr watts we have Tyrion, um who just laughs a bunch and is like an eye for an eye <laughs> you know this is crazy presumably male but um, yeah not 100 percent clear on that and uh uh Tyrion is initially ordered to hunt for the spring maiden but then is uh then no go find ruby first and bring her to me says salem after cinder requests that they yes. find ruby so um it seems like Tyrion's the one we'll initially see yeah we'll see like that's pretty typical we'll see like the crazy guy going after people yeah. Yeah, this is this is very yeah, very video gamey. Very, no, this yeah. is like super. Like we're just watching the Joker right now. Like that's what's going on. Thoughts on Tyrion? 
Uh, I mean, I like his archetype. I detest. Like, I hate characters like him, and it's like I just I'm not a fan. So we'll if they do maybe something that's not awful, I might get over it. But I just hate this type of character. So yeah, yeah, I'm not the biggest fan, but um. They didn't. I don't know if they did anything of the typical things that are annoying with this type for in the first episode. In this well, episode. My, well, just the fact that the character, like the character itself, the fact is irritating. Exist, yeah. So, like, yeah. So we'll see what they do with them. Uh, and then we have Hazel, who's the least prominent, just the guy with the. Uh, I don't yeah, know. he's just had like a distorted deep voice, um, and he is tasked with um, meeting with Adam and also uh, Sienna Khan. Um, who is uh, not someone who we've heard of before. No, which um, I wonder, like, like, at, like, so Adam's in charge of the White Fang, but is he, like, the leader leader? Yeah, so I think this episode is presenting Sienna Khan as the new, as the yeah. true leader of the White Fang. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's my initial impression. Um, but it's not clear. It's very vague. Uh, but um, Definitely, it seems like we're saying no. Adam is not the leader of the White Fang. Maybe Adam right. was leader of like the local chapter. Yeah, then, or he's like second in command. Yeah, because uh, Salem says, "See if Sienna Khan feels the same way about." Yeah. Uh, so uh, I, this is a good development, though, having yes. um, Adam not being in charge of the White Fang and having a female uh, White White Fang leader. That's interesting. Yeah, definitely, and also like maybe we'll see less of Adam, please. <laughs> So I, you know, it's not clear whether we should see more. Like, I think if we should, we should not have the current level of Adam. Like, right. either make Adam a character or like don't have him be. Like, you yeah, know. make him a character or get rid of him. Those are your options. So I don't think I don't think more of Adam is necessarily bad, but I don't have faith that they do that. Correctly. Yeah, yeah. Um. So thoughts on Hazel? Not much there. Right. Yeah. He's just is he, is he your fave by default? I mean, no. They're just all like <laughs> you man. have to have a fave of the three. No. Can my fave just be Salem? Like. Uh, what about Cinder? Cinder. I mean, Salem. Cinder and Salem are great. It's yeah, like are, the yeah, other three. Are like Smith. So not a great. I mean, uh, I think that in this episode, these three are presented fine. They're very archetypal. They're not much right. interesting going on. But uh, just at the the shock of introducing three new villains and having right. them interact in interesting ways, I think it uh, carries it in this episode. Definitely skeptical of how they'll be used in the future. Right. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was fine here. Um, and then Salem says Beacon has fallen. Haven will be next. So this episode, uh, we're definitely given the threat of our new location this season will be Mistral, where ha- Haven is. Like that's all they talk about. Um, any time, the only time any continent is mentioned, it's um, or kingdom is uh, is Mistral, and the only school. It's like we're going to Haven. Like everything seems like that's where we're taking location wise now. Um, Rooster Teeth put out. Uh, I should have told you this, but they're not that exciting for uh, like mini two-minute uh, things about each uh, continent and kingdom. Um, pretty st- typical, uh, I took history class, now I can develop a fake history of continents type stuff. But um, <laughs> like, so, yeah, well, now we know some stuff about Mistral, and it's to the east, um, so that's where we're going. And also, the, like, in, if you look in the intro, the ruby thing goes to the eastern continent. So what do you think of changing locations? It was pretty pretty clear that we're going to be doing this. Well, I mean, that's what I wanted Like when we were talking about like predictions and stuff. I think it'll be neat. Um, I don't know how, how I feel really about like going to Haven and like being like, it, I mean, it's it's kind of, it's not horcruxy, but it's kind of like oh we have to go to all the other like schools. Yeah, like, I mean I understand why it's because like they're trying to get rid of the hunters and huntresses, which like are the only ones who present a threat to the grim. But I don't know it just still kind of like like I get what we're doing, but it's also but why like really why are we doing this? Like we like you know this episode is all about we're helping Ruby with her mission, but it's like okay, what well, what is it? Like it can't just be murdering Grim to go to Haven. Like so it, that little part's a little shaky, but. Man, yeah. I'm glad we'll be seeing more of Remnant and stuff because that's cool. Yeah, I think I think they could just be doing like just a one uh, one location season. Like it could just be Mistral's this season, right. which I think is is maybe more interesting than traveling the world in a short amount of time. Um, this is also an interesting place to go to because we don't know that much about Mistral or Vacuo. We know a fair amount about Atlas in the north, but. Uh, that's just from the character last season. So I think it's interesting, like kind of an open an open book on what we'll see in Mistral and Haven. Yeah. Um yeah, it definitely seems seems like that's where we're going. Well so, it's interesting uh, that they introduced this whole like outside of the kingdoms, because I don't think like I haven't watched the World of Remnants, so this probably is in the World of Remnants, but I didn't know that like people lived outside of the kingdoms. So that's um, like pretty neat. 
Yeah, they t- they do talk about that in the world. The yeah, world I need of to watch those. Just I, just, yeah, I mean, it's very vague. Yeah. It's just like there's some people in the middle of the giant continent. Yeah, um, but yeah, the the one for the one for Mistral is potentially the most interesting one. There's a, a, a fair a fair amount of stuff there. There, I think they present Mistral as, as being um, there's like a high arts upper class, um, and there's also a like developed like lower class with the big black market so that's what they present us in this troll so it could cool. be interesting yeah um so overall there's our villain conference scene thoughts on on this definitely i think it was unexpected for us we didn't really speculate about going to salem right away and right kind of, yeah do you think we'll be checking in with salem a lot or do you think this is kind of a bookends thing for the season no i think we'll be checking in with her a lot especially since like i think we're kind of be focusing on this relationship between salem and cinder and like because i think we really are starting to like buckle down into like the uh maiden plots and stuff like so we'll probably be seeing a lot of cinder and salem and then like occasionally the other guy the other guys and then whoever the farm boy is yeah i i would have said that probably bookends for salem but cinder stays with salem so i yeah. think we need to see cinder again i don't yeah. think we're gonna go like the whole season without seeing cinder so we'll probably see salem at least I'd, I'd say that the we're the like long term the longest it could be is probably halfway through the season right yeah checking again um yeah that's interesting so presumably we'll see Tyrion next and see yeah what happens there um, overall, was this uh, for me? This was one of the highlights of the episode, more just because it was unexpected. Eh, like I was just like, oh god, like I just didn't. They all they were just it was just so much archetype <laughs> to me. I was just like, I can't deal with this. Very very. Archetype. There was just a lot of things in this scene that just like highly irritated me. I mean, I'm glad like it's interesting that we have more villains and like seeing Salem right off the bat was really great. But it was just like right now I'm not a big fan of our new villains because they're just okay. like so maybe, archetypal. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll grow on you. I doubt it, but we'll see. <laughs> I doubt it too. But we'll uh, see. Speaking of things that irritate Delaney, let's talk about John. And <sighs> <laughs> so we have um, an intro scene for Team uh, Ruby plus the remainder. Uh, who we're fighting about the name Ranger or Junior. Um so Ren and Nora discussed this thoughts on this 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 scene where they like it pops up on the screen. It was you know I, it's 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 irritating because then John's like yeah Junior's way cooler. But yeah no it was that was really weird like doing the letters. It was like why are we doing this? Uh yeah no that was meh. Like obviously Ranger's better though I don't understand Ren being like it's not a color like Ranger isn't a color either. Yeah I don't um, like what. Yeah, I don't want to get into that. Color. What? I mean, Ruby is the color, uh, I guess. Um, yeah, I, not 100% clear on this joke, but I think their names are supposed to be colors or something. I don't know. But um, yeah, that scene was okay. I thought it was fine. Uh, then we get into this, the main brunt of the episode, this ranger fight scene against um, giant uh, rock. Sp- spirit rock of uh, video game boss. Um yeah, so getting definitely a thing to track is how's the the fight scenes. We talked about that last season, and they ranged from um, not great to pretty good, I would say. Yeah. And there are some some particularly good ones. Uh, this one, uh, pretty long term, we get to see all the dynamics of our new focal point of the season. Thoughts on this fight scene? Um, I mean, it was. I'd say it probably rests like in the middle of like the scale you just gave. Yeah. It was like good. It just kind of like it just. It, I mean, it almost went on for too long. Like, it was like, okay, we're fighting the giant rock thing. Okay. And, I mean, it was definitely, it was probably, I think it's probably the most, like, video game boss battle-like that we've probably had. It's very, like, especially since they kept going with John's, the strategist. Like, he has a strategy if we do this, this, and this. Um, I think the most interesting part of the fight scene was the end, when, like, they defeated it, and, like, it came, it, like, sp- like spun out of itself or whatever, and then Ruby shot it. That was really neat. I mean, it was nice to see, like, the different, like, upgrades. I mean, it was an interesting fight, but I think sometimes, I don't know, it's, I think in this case, the nature of their weapons made it kind of not as interesting because it was made out of rock, so it was kind of like, okay. Like, I know that was the point of the fight, but it was also really boring kind of to watch at times because it was like, you have knives and you're hitting a rock, okay. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think that, um... The first three fourths of the scene were not too exciting. It was a lot. It was a lot of them just like attacking and then just getting rebuffed by yeah. the, the thing. Um, I think the scene gets there at the end, like you said, with um, when they defeat it and then it comes out. I think it's an interesting concept. I think the Ruby and Nora combined attack is really yeah. nice. That looks um, really cool. 
Yeah, it did. And also the music really uh, picks up at the end with like yeah. the electric guitar and it's really good. So like the last fourth of the scene is is actively good. I think the first um, three fourths of it is kind of boring. Uh, you know, the the major problem with this and the and the rest of the second half of the episode is really the audience is not super incentivized to care about Ren and Nora and yeah. to a le- somewhat of a lesser extent, John. Um, like Delaney and I joke about this, but they really did take the most interesting member out of that team. And, um, yes, we're replacing Ruby with her, which is an upgrade because anyone to Ruby is an upgrade, but, um, you know, this is still not a a team that has been super presented, uh, in extreme detail on the show. And it's not someone we've built emotional connections with like our main team. I mean, this is, this is going to get into the big high level discussion, but, um, taking away three of the only four characters we care about, um, is, is not typically a good storytelling idea. No. (laughs) So, uh, and then to have an extended fight sequence with the with uh, the rest of them, and yes, these are secondary characters who we care about to us to a certain extent. But really, I don't really care what Nora or Ren's new weapons are. Yeah, I are really, I really don't at care all. about you Nora. Know? And I actually, and I, I like Nora and Ren, but I just don't care about their new designs or their new weapons. Um, I'm much more invested in seeing Weiss at the end in right. a in a stupid scene. So like, you know, that's the the big problem. I don't know if it's specifically the fight scene. I mean, getting back into the fight scene, you're right. This is the most video game bossy uh, scene. I mean, John literally uh, outlines a basic video game strategy. We have yep. to cut off all its limbs and then attack it. Like, you know. Um, great. Good job, John. Um, I actually thought that scene where um, he's getting advice from off screen uh, and they just keep the camera on him was actually really interestingly presented. Yeah. Uh, like that was like the concept is super irritating. Like John's the strategist, and like literally they're just shouting the answer at him, and he's like, "Oh right. yeah, that's the answer," you know. But right, yeah. And the show doesn't really realize that that's what's happening. But um, it's uh, I thought that that was that was uh well storyboarded. Um, not not too many Ruby scenes stand out in like technique storyboarding. Um, it's it's a lot less of like a technical show. Like on a Steven Universe, I might be like, "Oh, that scene was really interestingly presented." But um, I thought that this was an interesting case of that. Um, but you know, yeah, I don't know why we need to face uh, a video game boss. Like, you know, I guess the Ruby's a video game, but we could <laughs> we could have some difference. Uh, what do you think of the concept of um? This is a new concept of a kind of spirit inhabited uh, Grim. I don't like it's weird like I don't know like the show like hasn't presented this to us at all right like it's just it's really kind of confusing and like this like we I mean we we thought we understood the grim granted the grim are just kind of this vague concept of like evil and darkness so like clearly they have a lot of room to play with it but it's just I'm not sure like it's interesting we'll have to see more like because all we've seen are like grim are creatures that like they're just creatures they're just what they are so I don't really know so I guess this is just kind of a special grim but we'll just have to see, I guess. Like it was, it was weird. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't really think that much about it because I was just like, I don't know what's going on. But yeah, no, it definitely challenges our concept of what Grim are that we've been presented with. Um, I mean, largely my I, when I think of what Grim are, I go back to the uh, end of Volume Two scenes with the Grim outside the abandoned city yeah. and like uh, the teacher talking about them and stuff. And this seems like somewhat contradictory to that, but I don't really care about them contradicting their mythology with this because it's very vague already yeah um this is this is very avatar concept again um with the the spirit uh possession inhabiting things that's very this is very much something from like the avatar spirit world um and i like i don't know i liked it i thought that was was interesting um and they didn't really do anything with it right so you know maybe maybe this uh this will be a recurring concept but yeah um so yeah overall fight theme the 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 fight uh you know it was okay right? yeah it was it yeah. was fine okay it was fine so next we have our post fight scene of John getting his weapons apparently his weapons were in the shop um yeah. they uh they say they're on their way to Mistral uh, John gets a new chest plate and presumably it's going to be armor in general um and but then the joke is like okay he takes off his chest plate for the first time <laughs> forever and now he has a bunny a bunny hoodie underneath and then like, it's like they want me to hate John. <laughs> What you don't find John having a bunny hoodie sweatshirt sympathetic? No, he's Why annoying. Not? Why? Why is that annoying? It's just stupid. Like it's just like you. So you were you were Ruby in the scene. You were just yes. I would no. I was so glad Ruby made fun of him. I was like yes, same Ruby. It's such a weird thing to do in the first it's episode so of the random, season. And it's why just is sweet. why you have this scene? Just have Ruby just like laugh like, for a minute at John. Like this yeah, is so like, weird. Like, I don't. It was so weird. And it's um, like a serial thing. Like. Yeah, that was the best part of it is that uh, Ruby's like, it's uh, 
it's a, a pumpkin pee that you send at the box stops for a prize and he's like yeah 50 of them they like then <laughs> then they do like the uh, anime effect with ruby's face really big yeah um just a very weird idea it was just like this. that whole scene was just odd but i was also like I'm, i would laugh at rock john too so so i guess if you're thinking about it structurally like this episode is very focused around john which again we're going to talk about in a minute yep. um but you need to give ruby lines so you're giving ruby lines in relation to john so i guess this is one way to do that yeah La- laughing at him but yeah good good i'm glad we're laughing at john and shoving john into lockers last yes. season like thank god that's what he deserves <laughs> good what he deserves uh so we'll, we'll yeah we'll talk about this concept again but with the with the john prominence but this that scene is very weird um new short sword and shield where's the metal from the so our, our expected pura um uh you know mention i uh, think it's like really kind of awful and weird that they took her that they re-pos- re repurposed her weapons and armor yeah like what the fact that it's john is just like again it's like really it's i don't know it just feels so like unearned and like fake like, yeah, I think I think it's fine. They did kiss at the end of last season. They did explore that arc to the fullest extent. Um, uh, we forget about that. I think I mean, you blocked well, okay, that. They did it. I mean, okay, you say fullest extent. Yeah, they kissed. But like, it's not like it was done very well or that it was interesting in any way. That's the thing. It's like this just feels so like fake and unearned. Like I don't. Yeah, like, I mean, if you're not in, if you weren't into it last season, then you're not going to be into this. You know, like, like I don't. It's just so hard. Like it's not even just because I dislike Jean. Like I just don't think it was done well at all. And then we do this, and it's like this is really like weird and off putting because it's just like okay i thought the john pierce stuff last season was fine i did you know i don't really didn't i don't like the i forgot what their ship name is and i don't like john but right. um i thought it was fine and i thought this was fine like i don't know I'm neutral. no i don't like it like it's like to me like this like this like concept in fantasy and like having weapons is like it's like it's a big thing and it's very emotional and this and this and like to me for them to do this with john and pira is just like awful like i don't think it's done well or it's just meh I will say this is less um not less prominent of the Pura mention than I would have expected. Like um I, like, I kind of appreciate that. You can that. kind of miss it. Like if you like weren't really yeah. like paying that much attention, you wouldn't know. I do kind of appreciate that they we don't have like a John crying for two minutes. Right, yeah, I do appreciate that too. So I, don't I, know thought that, that, I thought that this was um considering is a decent way to incorporate uh the memory like it's her. a yeah it's like it's a nice nod and like it's just it's cool like the idea of you know we like to have weapons made like from a fallen like comrade and stuff but then it's like the fact that it's john is just like this is really irritating yeah no it's it's definitely uh, you know if you're not into the the john Pira, then you know you're not gonna be into this so um their mission is going to the to haven academy there's an airship in the next village they heard um and then we have a scene of them like bantering and whatever and like eh, yeah so there you go um okay well before we get into the weiss incorporation <laughs> so uh let's this is a good time to talk about john um and the use and the element of the new team ruby so i have an ask from our patron andy who says, uh, one of our big Ruby watchers, he says, I really didn't like that John had more lines than Ruby in the first episode. If I knew nothing about the series, I would really think he was the lead. Not to mention all Ruby's lines were either jokes or doing what John ordered. I hope this isn't setting a precedent for the rest of the season, but based on past seasons, I have a feeling it is. So our big worry uh, going into the season is about the use of John completely like that was yep. it's the big worry and this episode uh, only inflames that worry I would say John is uh, presented as the main character of the show this season Do you agree or disagree I mean I definitely agree like this all this it's very focused on him and like we have a bunch of even really stupid scenes so because like, like that whole scene where he's dodging the rocks it went on a lot longer than like probably necessary and like it's just like they're putting a lot of focus on him and it's just like why my like only so my irritating. okay so here my only hope is that um I'm fine with John being the main character of the episode after Pira dies. That's my only hope. Yes. Is that um yes. this is about the John moving on. Uh, this yeah. is their incorporation of that. I think yeah, that's, that's I okay. think it's fine. Um 
I don't have confidence, though, that Miles is going to write a season without John being prominent. Yeah. Um, I think that he doesn't understand that John is a bad character. I don't think he understands that John is not a main character um, and that he is uh, too invested in him concerning he voices him. So I think that uh, all of these things make it very likely that John is um, going to be presented as a main character. And considering that our other non-Ruby leads are off screen right now, John is going to be presented as a co-lead of the show, uh, which is not a good thing <laughs> at all. No, this is, I'm very, very concerned. Like, this is, John, he's not a good character. He's irritating. He was literally just comic relief, and now they're trying to make him a thing, and it's like, you're useless. Stop. So since, okay, overall, since uh, the end of season one, John has been on the rebound. Uh, John had that awful arc in the end of uh, season one. He was fine. I think John was fine in the beginning of the season. Like, he was the first one Ruby met. Um, and he was, is he was okay, and then he did an awful like I cheated to get in, and uh, confidence, and the bullying, right. and that was the worst thing ever. And since then, John's been better, but um, that's also been from the position of a secondary character. Uh, John is not someone who the audience has too much investment in. Um, certainly, some people watching the show will have, uh, just because they watch from a different slants uh, right. th- than us. Um, uh, and some people will say John is a good character. So I'm not saying objectively John is a terrible character. I don't necessarily think that's true. I think that if you ignore the first season, I think John is objectively a media is like a middle of the road character. Um, it's just not someone that we like, mostly because the show gives him too much prominence. I think if John yeah. was on the sidelines, he'd be fine. Uh, but really, the general premise is like the show is called Ruby. You have four yep. female leads. Uh, you wrote three of them off for most of the for the first half of the season, uh, probably. And this, uh, you're gonna bring in John, who is not one of the leads, and you're going to uh, give him uh, annoying things to do and be annoying. And this is not something that's no. that's good. <laughs> No. Uh, it just doesn't like it just doesn't really make sense from a storytelling also like also just looking at the episode like okay so they show there's so also in context of the trailer they released and the clip that's from this episode that we watch and like how the fight scene happens it's like why is john in charge yeah john ruby's is- the only one doing anything and like it's just so stupid yeah john's like i'm the strategist and uh he doesn't really come up with anything that they can come no. out with on their own they and like really this, do anything and they i mean they do they keep emphasizing we're helping ruby on her mission and then it's like john's still acting like he's in charge and it's like why yeah it's, it makes it doesn't make any I, sense. yeah the the ranger versus junior argument is emblematic of yeah of this, and that's the only hope that gives me that they're self-aware of what's happening. Yes, because they had the Ranger Junior thing. Like it's whoever's first is the leader of the right. team. So is it J or is it R? Um, and that that's the only thing that gives me hope that they know that uh, John in charge is not a good thing because they do trend away from Junior towards yeah. Ranger at the end. Um, now at the end they present it as more of a John's like whatever we're called is whatever. Like Ruby right. Ruby's obviously like Ranger because you know she 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 understands, but um. That's the, you know, they, they have to be at least somewhat aware of what's happening with this. Like, clearly you so. can't make this new team and have John be the leader. Like, they're, like you, no. But I just don't have faith that Miles knows this. Like, yeah. I, I don't. I mean, hopefully he's being checked on this. I'm really concerned. Don't know. Yeah, this is the big, this is the big, 100%. This is the number one concern with the season is the use of John. 100%. Um, and in con- in conjunction with that, it's not just John. It's not like John or some evil. It's in conjunction with that is the the not prominence of uh, the other three leads. Well, that's the thing. Like we're having that we're having this focus on Juniper plus Ruby, and like I'm like I'm sorry, I do not find Team Juniper interesting at all. Like I we're in book we're in volume four, and I don't care about them like at all. And they're just not interesting, and it's just so like they're I just don't care. So we're much more invested in the the leads, and Blake and Yang are not in this episode, right? And it's like really, and of course Delaney's like extra upset because Blake is like my child, and yeah. it's like where's Blake? It's just it's so, and it's I'm just not happy about it, especially considering what happened last season. It's like we literally didn't see Blake for forever. Yeah. Like I'm it's, really again, just, it's like it's happening again. Yeah, it's happening again, and it's like this doesn't need to be like what, what's the point of having a show of having four main like four main leads and then like oh we're gonna get rid of them like all the time like what's the point like it's just like i don't care about these characters they're focusing on yeah no it's not it's not really acceptable the usage of blake the past two seasons i mean presumably presuming blake does not reappear next episode right. as a main character the rest of the season but you can't have two episodes in a row where she's just um uh, right. like a tertiary character like not even it's like pro- what it's 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 not good uh, I don't think they. It, I think it's obvious that Miles and uh, anyone else influencing the writing uh, is not too invested in Blake. Right. And 
is more invested in John, and that's a shame. It's horrible. We'll see where it goes. For now, that's the biggest concern. I again, like I said in the beginning, I think in the in the context of this one episode, um, if you're gonna like try to isolate the episode and objectively rank it like or not rank, but like grade it like that's you know. You can ignore that this is a big picture thing. So we'll see what happens rest of season. I think it's right. fine for this episode. I think, like I said, focusing on John uh, post the first episode post Pira is fine. Yeah. And that's kind of what they do right. with the armor thing. Like that's the angle they do. Yeah. So I think that kind of makes sense. So well, the, the battle thing, I think it's more worrying, like pro- focusing on right. John in the battle. Well, I'm glad they at least gave him a weapon because that was really annoying. I was like, we can't have more battles with John not having a weapon. That's stupid. He's even more useless than usual. He's still going to be useless with the sword. Well, though. yeah, but like he's going to be slightly less useless. <laughs> Playlist, Jesus. Okay. Um, so let us know what you think of that line. Tell us why you love John and we're wrong in the comments. So yep. um, let's talk about uh, Weiss and then we'll talk about the intro. So uh, we end the episode with um, my favorite part, which is uh, they're bantering and then Ruby's like melancholy and then she like looks to the sky like, oh, and Weiss. then we transition and then we see Weiss looking to the sky. And this is our Mako and Korra, uh, Korra oh, book God, one episode yeah. two moment. This uh, is with them like longingly staring at each other from across like, different- the bay. This is yep the, the, across the bay, and these are the two bays, and this is the white rose longing look. And do you, did you see it that way too? Well, I mean, I well, I, I don't just, think the, I don't think the episode's really presenting it like. Well, that. I mean, they do do that when they literally mention because uh, they say um, thanks to Schnee Industries, like yeah, and, and then Ruby yeah, exactly really they mention Schnee, and then Ruby's that's the like, part I saw. And I was yes, like, mm-hmm. I no, I got that part. Yeah, and then. And Weiss. I was like, Dylan's going to freak out. Yes. And then Weiss is also like looking and like, yeah. and presumably thinking of Ruby because obviously yeah. she'd think of Ruby and uh, White Rose is canon hashtag. Um, so, but then just we have sh- White Rose and Bumblebee and it's fine. Be like a uh, significantly better show, obviously. But uh, this is our discussion every week. So um, Weiss uh, looking out the window and then um, her butler, Klein, comes in and it's like, your father's going to see you. And then she walks off screen. There you go. That's their Weiss scene. Great job. Uh, what a what a wonderful presentation of Weiss in this episode. Quality. It was super interesting. Quality material. Give you're giving Weiss. Uh, wow. What a Miles. What a beautifully written scene. With your father's ready to see you, and then Weiss walks out. Like seriously, how do you not have Weiss doing something more interesting here? But I didn't care because I was very happy to see her. But right. um, like. <laughs> Like, like Blake could be staring at grass, and I'd be like, "OMG, it's Blake!" Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, Weiss also looking gorgeous. Like her new yes. model, her new model. Out of all the models, Weiss's new model. Uh, Weiss is pretty great. Doing the most favors to her. Like, uh, but uh, well, okay. Um, so. Uh, I, last week, uh, I'm going to give myself props. I said we would not see any of the other three members of Team Ruby until the end of episode one, and that's exactly what they did. This is a predictable structure. Uh, that being said, it was only Weiss. Like I thought we would have yep. like a uh, uh, like a montage of what each of right. them are up to at the end. But no, now I'm worried yep. that the next two episodes are the same structure, and it's like episode two, we're going to have new Team Ranger do stuff, the villains do stuff, and then at the end, we're going to check in on Blake. And then Team, right. and then episode three, the same thing, we're going to check in on Yang. And I think that's probably what they're going to do. Is that really? <sighs> yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, but yeah. So what did the, the Weiss scene, any other comments on, on Weiss? I mean, Weiss looks great. Yeah. I wanted more Weiss, but we'll just have to see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I'm. Re- I think I have a feeling that kind of like volume three, but maybe a little more so in this volume that we're gonna we've kind of bitten off more than we can chew, and we're gonna have a little bit too much going on at once, and we're not gonna get adequate coverage of like all of our plots. I mean, sure. I, I think it's less of a over coverage thing than more of a just they don't care about showing right. Weiss and Yang and Blake type thing. I feel like it's them prioritizing yeah. uh, different things. Like they're clearly inventing plots. So yeah. Know. Whatever. Um, and of course, Weiss and Schnee Mansion, presumably, right. and stuff like that. Um, okay, so let's talk about the intro, because uh, we got our Blake and Yang fix from the Thank intro. God. So in general, what are your thoughts on the new intro? What do you think of the new intro song? Which I don't know the name of yet, but... I like the new intro song. I mean, it's, it's a little bit different than like the original, so it's, it takes a little bit to get used to, but like it's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, there's definitely a lot more going on in the intro than like the old intro. There's a lot. Yeah. Um, it's, well, I mean, it's good. The intro ch- changed every season, and um, yeah. there's. I think what's notable about this one is that there's a lot of stuff that we don't know about yet from the season. Yeah. Like previous intros, I don't really think introduce new elements. So I think no, that's-, well, that's the thing. Well, I think it's also like we've just changed what's going on so much that like this intro is just like jarring. Yeah. The worst part of the intro is at the end we get two shots. We get team Ju- the team ranger, and then uh, and 
John is like at the front of it. So that's another right. worrying thing. No, no. Like John is prominent in the front. And then we get a back shot of Team Ruby. It's like Team Ruby's in the background. Like, right. Like, so, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought the song was good. Um, these songs take a while to grow on you from yeah. what I've sound. So right now I drank it fourth out of the four, but it's, I think it gets good and it could yeah. surpass three pretty easily. Um, so here's the new 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 plot elements we get from the intro. We get uh, the Weiss section. We see Klein. We see another guy uh, who we don't know. We see uh, her dad, um, and Weiss is like angry. Um, I'm I'm very concerned by this intro because in literally every character segment there is a new boy who looks like it's the age of our characters, and it's irritating. Yeah, I think we'll talk about the Blake one. I, we'll see what you're referencing there. But um, yeah, there's the new uh, new guy in the Weiss's intro who kind of looks like a butler, but he looks like uh, Weiss. So probably yeah. like a brother. A it could brother, be a sibling. Or a I cousin. hope it's a sibling. Yeah, I think it's probably Weiss's younger brother, but we haven't seen him referenced right. in the show. So I don't know. We see Weiss's dad. And yeah, so and Weiss is angry. Um, on the Blake side, we see, uh, I, I know Delaney <sighs> was very happy at first, Blake, uh, White, or Blake with son. Uh, looking very coupley. It's not okay. But then uh, Blake, uh, a big guy, comes and shoves his uh, son to the side, much like Delaney wants to do. Yes. And there's someone else with them. So um, are I, leading thoughts are that these are Blake's parents. That's what I thought when I saw it. I was like, ooh, Blake's fam. At first, people were like, oh, that's a guy, like the, the shorter one. Right. But um, I think that's probably Blake's mom. Yeah, I think those are like her. I think that's her family. Uh, a very Cora-looking mom and dad. Yes, death. <laughs> Giant father, and then the, the <laughs> yes. tiny mother. So, uh, thoughts, thoughts on as the Blake number one fan. Um, thoughts on Blake's parents. Thoughts on Blake having parents. Like, uh, I'm that inter- was not that was not a thing we knew. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I guess we just kind of assumed based on like her backstory and things. But no, I guess this is interesting. We'll just have to see like what's and going they're, on. They're on a, like a pirate ship too. Yeah. Like, what are like. More about Blake's backstory, yes, please, and let's push Sun off the boat. Why is Sun there? Like, is seriously, why is he there? That is so irritating. Oh, I'm uh, as the resident Sun fan of the podcast, though. Uh, I'm he's interested not. to see why no. he's there, but I don't need to know why he's there. He cannot be there. At the very least, Mercury's not in the intro. <laughs> At the very True, least. that's fair. Um, so there's the Blake section. We have Yang uh, training with her dad. Uh, but then there's two Yangs, and then I thought like, that was like her mom. Uh, I think that's Tai Yang. I think that's supposed to be her dad. Uh, but no, like, no, no. I meant like when, it, oh, when you say two, two Yangs, oh, I thought it was thought her mom. Was, oh, okay. See, I my read. It's not clear from the intro. My read is that this was like a, a representative of the fact that Yang's arc this season is going to be psychological, and she's like fighting herself in her head. That was okay. kind of my read on it. Well, I just I just thought it was like her mom, which that makes sense too, given what Yang's been going through. But I don't know. Um, Yang's mom would be Raven, who would right. be black-haired, but I, I don't. Raven could I be. Confused. I mean, maybe Raven could look like that. I don't know. Um, and then there's like presumably White Fang soldiers too in her yeah. in her thing, although they look different. Probably White Fang soldiers. So that's interesting. So I, my read on this is emblematic of White's uh, or representative of like psychological arc, which I'm not yeah. looking forward to them doing. No, <laughs> but uh, maybe they'll handle it better. But yeah, I I would like to get Yang away from her house and back yes. into action so who knows when we'll do that probably not soon yeah no yeah then we have some other random sections at the end we see blake fighting adam <sighs> uh but i'm not sure if that's actually happening i think that's probably in her head um, yeah maybe like the scene's really weird especially since there's like the part where like it looks like he's literally going to skewer her that might be like a nightmare yeah i think it's like something like that we see weiss um maybe summoning yeah uh, that there's was like a, there's so like a glyph training. on the ground yeah yeah uh so that's that's uh i'm interested in continuing the weiss summoning arc and then we have our ranger and ruby shots yes yep so there's the new intro um yeah so um from the new intro uh excitement for the season yes yeah, I'm excited, but I'm also like they're also nervous about a lot of the things that I saw in the intro. But we'll just have to see. Uh, next episode is the uh, it's all about Blake and Son, the passionate romance. Uh, <laughs> that's what we're gonna get. No, no. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Why? Well, yeah, it is weird that Son is in the intro. Like, like, who cares about Son? I care a little bit. No, I a little bit. Zero percent. I care about him maybe more than John. <laughs> to be honest. Nope. Uh, to be honest okay let's talk uh, who do you care about more son or john in the comments um so yeah that's that's it that's all i got um episode one overall thumbs up thumbs down can i do like a sideways thumb yeah 
I agree. sideways them. I I think this is. I don't know if this is better than an average episode of Volume Three. It might be just because yeah. there wasn't a dumb tournament scene. Yes, yeah, there just but. wasn't the tournament. Just there wasn't there. So I don't know. Just less John, please. Let's let's jump, please. That's our big our big hope going in next episode. And I don't know anything about next episode. We'll see. Um, next week we'll be back discussing whatever it is. So hopefully, Rooster Teeth will not have a five hour server crash again, okay. and uh, they will uh, be able to bring it on time and stuff like that. And so we'll be back uh, probably Sundays, probably Sunday afternoons to uh, having a Ruby episode discussion up. Let us know your comments. Uh, I would ask that you please be respectful in the YouTube comments. If you want more thoughts on this, you can listen to our uh, <laughs> our volume four preview where I talk more about our coverage overall. But please be respectful. I've had problems with non-respective Ruby comments. I know we're critical of the show, but that's you know what we do. That's fair game, obviously. Show is not sacrosanct. And um, leave co- YouTube comments, comments on the website on overlyanimated.com. You can click on the podcast and leave comments there, or you can send us Tumblr asks. Um, I will respond to everything, um, assuming that you are not super mean to me. And <laughs> there you go. Uh, we'll be back next week. Upcoming podcasts uh, are Power- new Powerpuff Girls podcast. We'll have some sort of Steven Universe roundtable, a bunch of stuff like that. So good stuff coming at OverlyAnimated.com. You can check us out there. You can uh, consider supporting us at Patreon.com slash OverlyAnimated. Thank you very much to our patrons, Mitch, Cordell, Beatrice, Nate, Andy, Jamie, Rachel, John, Ryan, Catherine, Taylor, Devon, Jade, John, Phoenician, Victoria, and Katrin, a.k.a. Fever Mitch, Corner City, Beach Strange, and Affiliate, and Buzz Like Your Mailman, Rachel Rose, Johnny Bravo, Brian Cookett, Needle, Diamond Day, Jewel, Garfield, Fusion, Skylark, Patron, Katrin. Maybe you, much like Rachel, can get a cool uh ruby nickname that'd be cool if we had a second ruby nickname and yeah let us know your thoughts uh speculate on the farm boy tell us why yes who is he disagree about john and um which of the three new villains i guess is your fave um uh none of them uh if you're like jelani but maybe you have an answer to that question um i guess i'll say i didn't know if i answered that question i guess i'll say dr watts for now because he had the most okay the most fair you know so we'll we'll see where we go uh so last comments leaning just we'll just have to see what happens this is it was an okay episode but i have some concerns but we'll see we'll see uh we kept it under an hour that's good (laughs) i'm I'm, I'm proud of us okay thank you guys listening we will see you next time bye bye